0: Welcome to the Elder Hour podcast, where we discuss the history of
1: plants from a magical perspective. We'll be exploring the history, lore, and mystical properties of a new plant every single week.
0: I'm your host, Juliette Diaz, an indigenous Taino bruja and seer from a long line of medicine, women, and men. I have a master's of science in herbal medicine, best-selling author of Witchery, Embrace the Witch Within, and founder of Plant Coven.
1: And I'm your host, Chelsea Selby, owner of a cult bath and body brand, Witch Baby Soap, college-educated holistic health practitioner, and lifelong witch. Welcome to this week's episode of The Elder Hour. Today, we're going to be talking about roses. Roses. So excited for this one. It's our first Valentine's Day episode. That's true. So, you know. What other to talk about than roses. Mm -hmm. So, roses are prevalent in just about every culture around the world. There are over 300 species of roses. They are from the Rosaceae family. Mm -hmm. Just about every witch I know has used roses in their practice. Yes. So, there's a lot to unpack here. And we're going to talk about all the ways you can use roses in your practice, Um, The different lore that surrounds roses. So let's get started.
0: So really quick, there's um, how rose oil came about. Uh So it says that there was a wedding and they threw everything in the pond, like all the roses from the wedding in the pond. Mm-hmm. And because of the heat and all of the... the oils
1: floated to the surface of the yeah,
0: water. Yeah, so all the oils were discovered that way for rose oil. Yeah. Um, that was really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love finding out how things were discovered. Like, sometimes you think, how does someone even think about yeah. this or discover it and put it together? And usually... It's, you know, quote-unquote coincidence. I think things happen for a reason, obviously.
1: Um, as you know, roses are given as offerings a lot of time to goddesses. Yes. There's a few goddesses in particular that I wanted to talk about today um, who are associated with, a, with roses, specifically in Persian mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. Um, the first goddess that I want to talk about is a goddess named Askik. That's A-S-T-G-H-I-K. If I butcher that pronunciation again, (laughs) I am from New Jersey. I can only do so much. (laughs) Okay. I was born here. I'll probably die here. And this is how my accent sounds. Yes. I cannot help it. So, this goddess in particular is an... Iranian goddess Mm -hmm. um she is the goddess of roses she is supposedly responsible for roses turning red um her consort was injured in battle and as she ran to him she pricked her feet on rose thorns and bled all over them thus making them red That's such a beautiful story. Yes. I love it. you have a story that's similar to that
0: too. Yes. So there's also lore with Santissima Muerte where people would give her white roses. And when there was funerals or if her people who were devoted to her were dying, she would bleed through her eyes with her tears and paint these roses red. And that's how she became associated with red roses. How much of that is true, not sure, but is, it is a lore, yeah, and I think it's kind of beautiful.
1: It's just so interesting that roses, especially red roses, are associated with blood. Yes. Because roses by nature are Venusian, mm. meaning they're ruled by Venus, for those of you baby witches out there. Yes. Um, but when they're red, they fall under the classification of Mars, because they're red and they're thorny. A lot of Mars plants are very thorny. Yes. So they become a mars world plant. And given its associat- association with, you know, war and battles in this story, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, so, so
0: even with the thorns alone, like, if you were talking about, like, bringing luck into the home, you know, a lot of... In romance, Valentine's is coming. You give people uh, roses. A lot of cultures think that's bad luck because of the thorns. Oh, that's so interesting. Especially having them in the home. It kind of cuts the flow, the natural flow of the home because of the thorns. It's yeah. considered
1: bad luck. Just like placing a cactus in the home. Exactly. Yeah. So, Askik is the goddess of beauty, love, joy, and fertility. Uh, she actually rules the act of cleansing and by sprinkling things a liquid or a water on an object or a place to consecrate it. Mm-hmm. Her festival coincides with the rose harvest and offerings for Askeek can be roses, perfume, doves and also planting roses in your garden. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because she kind of was the precursor from for Anahita mm-hmm. the also an Iranian and Persian goddess um it's anahit in armenian and anakita in turkish again pronunciation not my cup of tea if i fuck it up
0: sorry don't at
1: me <laughs> um, so this one is interesting because she's a goddess of fertility and also war she is one of the only goddesses that is actually invoked to heal male impotency Interesting. Which is really interesting for that time period because in most cultures and even today, fertility is mainly looked at as a female issue, Mm -hmm. not a male issue. Never. When it should be. Yes. Mm -hmm. So having an ancient goddess who is specifically invoked to address these things is really interesting. Noble women... Used to engage in sexual rites in her temple prior to marriage. She can also be petitioned for victory on the battlefield. She helps with breastfeeding. For offerings, specifically white roses, are offered along with spring water and green plants. Hmm. So very pure, right. very fertile. We have a lot of interesting stuff there. Obviously, we also have Aphrodite. Yes, of course. Like, probably one of the most Mm well-known love goddesses. Venus. Um, Hathor? Yes.
0: Hulda, Eros. Cupid. I wanted to bring up Cupid, because I personally didn't know people worship Cupid like a god. Yeah?
1: I didn't. I was like, really? And they're... They're also, these two are very similar.
0: Mm. Dimitri, no, Dimiter, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Isis, Adovis, Aurora, Anahita, you mentioned this one, uh-huh. right? And how do you pronounce this one here? Uh,
1: that one is Harpo, Ashtart, Ashtart, A S H T A R T E. Mm. So, yeah. I Our was New very, Jersey can't translate that. No.
0: I am very. I was very curious about the whole Cupid thing. To me, it was more commercial, and I never really realized.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I've not done a lot of research on Cupid. I probably should.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I think we all should, because he comes up as being worshipped for love, and roses are associated with him. So, obviously, he's more than just commercial during... The month of February,
1: and a lot of people, um, a lot of people turn away from Valentine's Day, mm. uh, you know, because it's not really what people say it is. You know, you have like the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre, right, and all of that kinds of right. kind of stuff. Um, but with the symbolism, it's still very pagan in nature. It is. You know, um, you have Cupid. Mm-hmm. You have all of these roses, chocolates, natural aphrodisiacs. Right. You know? I thought this was interesting. So, Aurora, goddess of the dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, roses fall from Aurora's hair down to earth, and that's why they're associated with the goddess Aurora. That's pretty. So, you could also put those on your altar if you're working with Aurora. Um they are also known to attract fairies to the garden.
0: Yes. Actually, there's so many different varieties of roses. Yeah. That they say the more variety that you have in your garden, that's when fairies are attracted. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: That's like the only plant, one of the only plants I can grow is a rose. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't understand because I'm not that great at growing anything else. Except roses like are not that easy to upkeep, so. Bamboo. Superpower. So, roses are also rumored to have some of the purest vibes. Yes. And highest vibration. They do. Um, roses are also regarded for their secrecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, during important business meetings, it used to be tradition to hang a rose from the center of the business meeting to keep everything in that room. Which I find is interesting because it kind of suits the, like, intimate... They have a very intimate vibe. They roses. do. A very... Like, you can't just buy roses for your friend. It's It's too intimate. They're
0: very intimate. That's so true.
1: They're reserved for, like, formal occasions, lovers, transitional phases. So this whole business thing is really
0: interesting. Now I kind of want to approach my business meetings like Like, this.
1: hold on. Let's do it. I need to suspend the roses in the room before I kind of like it. (laughs)
0: Like, get it all out. I love it. So... You're, you spoke, like, mostly about, like, the love aspect. Uh-huh. So, again, I'll bring in, like, more of the native mm-hmm. parts. And for roses, for us, is more dreary and mysterious, more dark. Mm-hmm. So the good part of it, obviously, it's a, it is a symbolism of life. And it also, we hang them in the baby's crib for vitality and luck for the baby go moving forward. Mm-hmm. And also the thorn represents being in the crib along with vitality is to keep the baby from being pricked by evil or anything like that so Mm -hmm. it protects the baby we also plant them in front of our homes or surround like my mom is crazy so we'll surround the whole home and it prevents evil from getting in so the pricks are supposed to scare away evil from crossing over you're supposed to really when you plant roses set intentions while you're planting them so you could amplify the power that they already have by setting an intention like protect my home don't let evil cross and things like that and it'll just amplify yeah I the really purpose like that. of that um also if you had someone pass away in your morning um if you feel haunted you should wear roses so you could put them in your pocket or petals in your pocket A perfume perfume that's really great too so if you feel kind of like you're you have something on you if you feel a hex or a curse or you just feel something random that's haunting you roses are supposed to keep them away from you and you should feel something instantly energetically change and shift so i really like that also natives use it in most all of their artwork and quills bead we um, beadwork um because it's very protective so they implement it that way in a lot of their art mm-hmm. and a lot of their creative work as well. So one of the recipes that we'll be sharing, I have this um, rose water protection floor wash, which is kind of like it works as an exorcism
1: as well. It's yeah. super powerful. Which is so interesting because it's also like, you know, askik is like associated with consecrate creating floors and surfaces and things. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we only, the only way to use it, it was with, it's with the feet in the, on the floor. Yeah.
1: So that's interesting how that ties together. And then also, um, another interesting thing to talk about is the meaning of the colors. Yes. Of roses. So, um, back when you couldn't just post a status update or like slide into somebody's DMs <laughs> And you had to be a little more subtle in your courting And give them roses, yes Flowers were a whole language mm-hmm. I love that Flowers are probably one of the most talkative plants that way Yes um, So I wanted to like talk about a couple of the different meanings mm-hmm. of uh, rose colors So obviously we'll start with red Yes Most popular It's Valentine's Day mm-hmm. Everybody's giving out red roses Red represents love, beauty, um, specifically romantic love, luxury, passion. And as we said before, the the red variety are ruled by Mars. Mm. So they're also good for courage. It's a very bold statement if you send somebody red roses.
0: For sure. You know, like you get the point.
1: Um, you can't miss that. Yes, apparently a single red rose, too, means I love you, which I think is interesting because you have Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon, (laughs) who's, like, always tossing out those roses. And then you have White, Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be Purity, Innocence. It's always a safe bet to go with a White Rose for somebody Because you're not sending any kind of really specific message. We see a lot of white roses at funerals.
0: I was just going to say, we use the white for the funerals as well. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. supposed to be heavenly Mm
1: -hmm. um, aid in that transition. And they also represent humility. Um, And they're also used in weddings, too. So, that's interesting. Another duality. They are. So,
0: it's life and death. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt like when I'm describing Indigenous. We go more towards the spirit and... The Shadow realm and then it's also
1: it's interesting because this flower it's it's in the baby's crib mm-hmm it's at the wedding yes it's at death mm-hmm it's kind of like one of those things that greets you at every major transition of life for sure has that very like triple goddess it does it really does Energy the whole to it. journey yeah, dark pink is appreciation, happiness, admiration, gentleness. I don't really read dark pink as gentle.
0: Dark pink, light pink would be
1: gentle. Yeah. So, well, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess pink used to be a more gentle color back in the day. Then you have just regular pink is good for appreciation, happiness. I like pink for friendship. I
0: also was thinking back in high school, I would give pink roses to my friends. Yeah, it, for me, it represents it's friendship. So like
1: Pisces of you, <laughs> I know. Um, I like pink for self love too. I find pink is a really good self love color for sure. It's a really good heart healer
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, it gets that like heart chakra energy. You know, I really like light pink for gifts for little girls.
0: Yes. Um, it's usually the color I turn to when I have a
1: million nieces. <laughs> not to gender it up, but, like, there's something just so sweet and caring about light pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's just a really nice rose to give to everybody, but specifically to little girls. Yes, I agree. Then you have yellow. They're good for joy and happiness, One way that you can also use roses is you can use them for their color magic properties. So you don't have to go by what's in a book or what it says or what they did in the Victorian times. Mm -hmm. You know, magic is kind of about doing your own thing and finding out what works for you. Yes. So.
0: Repeat that again for the ones in the back.
1: (laughs) So magic is... About doing your own thing Mm -hmm. and finding out what works for you. Um, These are just guidelines and suggestions. You don't have to adhere to this. Mm -hmm. That's why as we read these, we're kind of like putting in our own two cents. Yes. I don't know about that. This is kind of how I feel about it. Right. Like your experience speaks a whole load of truth
0: to your personal self. Yeah. Because I feel like this... Most things that are factual connect with a lot of people, but not with everyone. Yes. And just because you experience something different doesn't mean someone else's experience is false. It just means it works differently for you. Just kind of had to put that in there. Yes.
1: And that's the great thing about witchcraft is that um, there's always room for exploration. Yes. There's always room for new discoveries. Isn't that what witchcraft is, though? That's what it is. It's a
0: whole journey of exploration.
1: A lot of people want to gatekeep. Mm-hmm. and say, this is the only way it is, because a wicked man said it was.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's Jesus. like I just said, oh, this now you know.
1: <laughs> Reference that stuff, but also your own experiences are way more valuable than anything that's written in a book, which is why you have to practice. You have to try things. Yes. So, then we have lavender roses, which take on a more psychic element. They have that more enchanting, mystical, purple energy, that crown chakra energy.
0: Mm-hmm. I get
1: really excited around them
0: when yeah. I see them, my I go botanical gardens. Um, probably when I buy my home, I will grow them myself. But something about them really attracts me to them. I'm not so connected to the color, mm-hmm. but it could be just that spirit that they carry.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that purple roses... Or lavender roses carry a more spiritual energy. So you also have orange roses. These are great for creativity. Mm. Like stoking that creative fire. Yes. I love orange for creativity. They're also good for justice. Because orange is the color of justice.
0: I gave... um, I am bisexual. So I had a girlfriend and I gave her orange roses when I broke up with her. Yeah. It was more... That justice symbolism, mm-hmm. um, because she did cheat on me, and yes. I kind of wanted to give her roses to represent that the time that we did have together, I cherished it, but at the same time, stupid bitch, yeah. you <laughs> fucked <flipped> me over. <laughs> I'm sure she had no idea what that meant. I left her confused by giving her orange but that's how i felt in my heart that those were like perfect to give to her and i was a little confused yeah. as to why i'm giving to her roses in the first place now it makes sense
1: yeah just intuitively yes i also like to associate these with the more autumnal time of year mm-hmm. it doesn't say this anywhere but for me it has that like Samhain yes halloweeny energy to it it does so it's good for like endings
0: endings Ooh. and new beginnings see you have to always think about what you have done and how you feel about certain things cuz this makes total sense as to why I even gave her those roses. I would yeah. have never even I just knew I had to. And now it makes sense. I
1: think a lot of like reds and oranges and yellows also carries, carry that like harvest energy, they do. For sure. You those know, those are powerful colors for that. So I like to add those colors into my harvest season baths. So anything from like August to November is usually full of orange flowers or fruits or vegetables. Orange is also classically for enthusiasm, desire, fascination. Then we have peach. Mm -hmm. I think peach is a nice neutral color. It is a very neutral color. It's for appreciation and gratitude. Is it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Also closing the deal. Supposedly. Business? I guess so. Interesting. I think peach are a good business flower to send. They're like more conservative.
0: I don't think I would be one to send roses to any business professional. Yeah. I think I'm weird. I think that would be really weird for me. But I could see how the peach is very neutral.
1: It also says, Peach also says, let's get together. <laughs> like peach like, emoji energy. Are you serious? So, like, booty call? I guess so. Let's get together. So, why would you send it to a business, <laughs> people? I don't know. That's really... Well, some business partnerships are kind of like relationships. So, peach. I don't think anyone was ever sent me a peach rose. Well, pale peach is modesty. Nobody thinks... Nobody sends Mm-mm. me anything that have, has to do with modesty. Let's be real. Um, sincerity. I guess because they do have that sincere energy, mm. you know? And trust me yes. in this business deal. <laughs> um, and also gratitude. I could totally see the gratitude. Mm-hmm. Then you kick it up a notch when we bring it to coral. Because that represents desire. So wait, so coral is more orange? It's, you have more red in there. Reddish orange, yeah. right? Peachy is like more like pink and orange. Coral's like, like more like red and orange. Mm-hmm. Like sun energy, fire energy. Yeah,
0: I can see that. That should be a booty call rose.
1: Yeah, desire. <laughs> black, yes, my favorite. Death, farewell, yes, the classic symbolism
0: for black roses. So I use um, black roses at least once a year. When I feel like I'm going through an expansion and I want to let go of my old self, mm-hmm. I let go of my old self every year because I feel every year we go through a whole journey and we're not the same person anymore. Yes. Um, I could tell you I'm not the same person from November mm-hmm. and it was just a short I know. time. <laughs> I,
1: I was looking back on my year last year and I was like, I feel like a different person Completely. from the beginning of this year.
0: Something went on where everybody was
1: ripped open Yeah,
0: and we're just looking at ourselves like, who the fuck is this? Person is intense, super intense. <laughs> so black roses to me are really good for rebirth. I agree as well. They
1: have that. So I, I when I talk about black a lot, it has that black obsidian energy mm-hmm. in my opinion, like that nether portal. Yes, <laughs> like, I agree. You know, yes, it I just tell. has that that absorbing. Well, you know, black absorbs all light. Yes, so. I feel it just like pulls shit out of you. It I does. remember when I was a kid, my mom mm-hmm. had many suitors, many dudes like my mom. People people still buy my mom drinks at the bar. <laughs> okay. Like Amazing. in family restaurants. It's weird as fuck.
0: Amazing.
1: One night we came home and someone left black roses on our porch and she freaked the fuck out. Oh who would it? Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean, Mom? <laughs> Why are you so worried? And it was just, like, intriguing to me. I was, like, five or four. Yes. It was a very long time ago. But it was my first experience with flowers in a way that they could mean something. Yes. Or be a message. And I just found that so fascinating. And for them to be black roses it was just so... Interesting. Like, A, I've never seen a black rose. And B, to imply something, like, sinister. Through or them. Stalkery or, like, a death threat through roses. Mm-hmm. A death threat through roses?
0: Well, at least she got roses. I mean, me growing up with an people, it's a chicken without a yeah. <laughs> <It's> So. Yeah. <laughs> or cracked
1: eggs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean... We had all kinds of shit growing up. My mom worked in a go-go bar, so... (laughs) OMG. I just said (laughs) OMG. She works in a go-go bar. The stories. I want to know. So, you know, when you hang out with go-go dancers, some shit goes down. I'm sure. Interestingly, for sure. Then we have Blue Roses. Mm. uh, The Unattainable. The Impossible. Blue Roses are interesting.
0: They're interesting to me. Obviously, the
1: color blue is just sad. See, I find blue as, like, a good communication color. Like, the way I look at blue is, like, mercurian. Mercurian. That's really
0: beautiful. Very. I associate it with sadness. Yeah. It's, like, calm. Right. Well, kind of, like, sadness is calm to me at the same time. Yeah. That's really sad to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: a podcast slash therapy <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause I went through so much shit Growing up I went through a lot of sadness And I guess that energy of sadness Like when I listen to sad I listen to sad songs all the time They bring comfort to me Cause I'm
1: comfortable in that space Yeah Which is pretty sad I also find it a way to purge that stuff Because like if you hold it in And you don't get it out But if you listen to something That's like what you're feeling It kind of pulls it out of you, kind of gets you to express it or, like, fucking cry or whatever. Yeah, it kind of moves the energy
0: out of the body. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good way to put it because I do tend to be very, you know, if you were to be in my home, I have all these beautiful flowers and plants. But, like, the music I listen to, I like to be alone a lot. So very sad girl energy. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I.
0: (laughs) But I feel like I live for it because it makes me feel better. Yeah. You're like, in a way. I'm not the
1: only one who's sad. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, blue is pretty common in roses. I mean, in other flowers. Other flowers, yes.
0: But the rose itself, it's such a different kind of creature yeah. in the plant kingdom. It just feels different. It feels like royalty. It feels like leadership. More godlike.
1: Yeah. Or like, it's like in that... You know when you smell something, like if it's lavender scented, mm. but it's green, you're like, no. Yes. This is not right. Right. This does not smell blue. Mm-hmm. Like you expect it to be all those different shades of yellow and orange and pink and red. Yellow, interesting enough, in my culture, is also
0: funeral. Oh.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, if they weren't family members, it would be, like, friendship. Yeah. Um, loss. So mm-hmm. we would use either white. But we most likely would bring the yellow roses with the baby's breath.
1: hmm That was, like. I love baby's breath. Me, too. It's so underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so yellow with a red tip is supposed to be friendship or falling in love. Oh, so confusing. Well, I guess because it's turning.
0: Red. Someone gave me that. would just smack them with the rose. <laughs> like, give me the rose when it's all red. <laughs>
1: uh, red and white, given together, signify unity. But you know what I love? Those, I, I grow them. Those blood spatter. Those are beautiful. Roses. Mm-hmm. I love those. They remind me
0: of, just like plants, when they start growing with their white. Mm-hmm. Spatters as well. Yeah. Or patterns. So they're really interesting. So, And
1: also giving a single rose is for gratitude. Uh, That's the other interesting thing. There's like meaning behind how many roses you give. Right. A dozen roses. Like, he sent you a dozen red roses? I know. I remember. He must really love you. I know. That's so true. I remember my mom and the ladies at her job would make a big deal about like a dozen roses. For us
0: growing up, we were all poor, so... We were lucky just to get one, and I appreciated it from a boyfriend or something. Yeah. But I remember, you know, girls with more money or people with more money, they'll be like, oh, my God, they love you more because he gave you so many roses. Yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> well, for me, I don't like flowers at all. I yeah. don't like people giving, to, giving me flowers. Mm-hmm. I prefer you give me a plant.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's also sometimes when people give me flowers that are just gonna die i know it's it's really sad to me now like what you're just making me labor over these plants for no reason right it is labor for. (laughs) (laughs) they're already dying thank (laughs) you for this forced labor (laughs) (laughs) that i have to clean up i should be appreciative Mm -hmm. i should be appreciative (laughs) anytime somebody buys me roses but for me i don't know it's i'd rather a plant i'd rather something that lives longer yes you know and i feel like it's more symbolic of a a growing and lasting love it is if you buy somebody a plant that can stay alive yes you know
0: i agree i do you can give me plants anytime any day I will take them in they're my favorite yes
1: i'm just gonna throw them in my bath if they die too so whatever (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Elder Hour podcast today. Juliet and I have decided to break this episode into two parts because we have so much to say on this topic. I also wanted to take a moment to announce that at Trash Boat Wizard is the winner of the Elder Hour's first Instagram contest. Please send an email to elderhour at gmail.com to claim your prize. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.